the uh, the times I remember is, is going over to my grandma and grandpa's. They lived in a part of L.A. that was uh, that had these grassy hills, and in springtime when the grass was green, all it took was a piece of cardboard, and I mean, we were just, you know, felt like we're flying down the hill 90 miles an hour. Right. Right. A piece of cardboard could entertain you all day. Yeah. Yeah. It's just classic. Here, Art's talking about putting in a climbing wall, swing set, gymnasium unit for the kids. And you're thinking, what? How did we move from a swing set to? uh, Yeah. You know what? I think we're rolling. Um, Hey. Welcome back to the Ransomed Heart Podcast. This is um, John Eldridge and uh, Craig McConnell with me today. And just um, honored that uh, you Hmm. would download us or however it is that you get this. Um, Welcome. Welcome. Mm -hmm. We um, recently took a staff uh, retreat for Ransomed Heart. We're a small little group of people here. There's 12 of us and – we try and get away once a year as a team to just be together, just laugh, play, goof around, <laughs> eat, you know, um, and refresh and recharge and mostly just connect when it's not about mission, you know, right. urgency, battle. Um, so it had been it had been too long. We let it we let it slip. I think it had been a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Since we'd gotten away, and it was great. It was a great time to do that. Um, and I had a, I had an opportunity to give a couple of uh, devotional. <laughs> is that what that was? I, is that what that was? <laughs> devotional talks. Isn't that what you do on church uh-huh. retreats? There was a circle of people. You were sitting, and we were sharing our hearts, and some you shared some thoughts. It, yeah, I guess that's a devotion. Yeah, yeah, but even the word is creepy sometimes. <laughs> Anyhow, um, here's what I was moved to talk about. I was in John 15, and I was talking about um, this passage. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, hmm. while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes hmm. so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. And then Christ gives his his urge here. Remain in me, hmm. and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Hmm. And then what had caused me to, to turn to this was I was reading something in Oswald Chambers where he said, you know, the one thing. If there's one thing you need to do, it's maintain vital union with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Maintain that because out of that, everything else flows. Yeah. And, and so you know, I put that in front of the team last week when we were away because it felt so true and core mm-hmm. to life with God. Everything else is secondary Mm -hmm. to maintaining an intimacy and a connection and literally abiding in union with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And John, to hear that when there are so many other things we give ourselves to that are good. And I mean, you you were saying that to 
the staff, to us, and I mean to hear from the head of this ministry that that that's the most important thing. Why is that so refreshing when when even in ministry there's so many other things that seem vital and central? Oh, I think that's the danger, actually. I think the danger is, is actually for the serious Christian, mm-hmm. um, for the person who's really wanting to bring God to the world, you know, and advance the kingdom and rescue lives and whatever it is, the particular thing that God has put on their heart. Because here's what happens. Here's what happened for me is that because you're about God things, Mm -hmm. you know, getting people out of sexual trafficking, right, digging wells in Africa, whatever it is, because you're about God things, you can think that you're walking with God. It's a subtle, horrible shift for me that that um, activity for God replaces intimacy with God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I've been going through Revelation, and um, I've avoided reading that book for, for years, just kind of burnt out on all the on all kind of the excesses we take and in interpreting current events through Revelation. I'm reading through and with a commentary that's been really helpful. And I was reading afresh just the church at Ephesus and, and John how Christ says everything about them that probably any church today would love to have said about them, that they're, they persevere, you know, that they're, they're strong on doctrine and, and, um, um, that there's all these admirable qualities, but the one thing they lack is, or they've lost, is their first love. And, and Jesus says that, you know, if you don't repent and return, I'm going to take the candle stand um, out from your midst. And um, it just struck me as, oh my goodness, I I think I've always viewed these seven churches or the Ephesus church is some church or some group of people or organization with a, just a really exaggerated, heretical, immoral, uh, something profoundly and visibly wrong. Yeah, when, blowing it public. Yeah. And the, the issue that would withdraw Christ from their presence mm. is simply they've lost their first love. And... I'm just amazed at uh, how in a setting that can seem so right, so good, so biblical, so godly, God is in some very core way absent, forgotten, yeah, lost. missing. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. This feels like the – well, look at it this way. If this is the core thing, Jesus says, apart from me, you can do nothing. Right. Um any fruitfulness, any goodness, any love, any compassion, any life, any joy, any of that is going to come out of union with Christ, mm-hmm. intimacy, connection, um, remaining in me. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's true, then, of course, this would be the one thing the enemy would go after, mm-hmm. right? And and by hook or by crook, whatever it takes to um, – to get that done. And, th- and then the parallel passage or a complementary passage that I was in the same week that really kind of threw me was this from Colossians. Paul's writing here in uh, Colossians chapter 2 and he says, don't let anyone judge you 
by what you eat or drink or with regard to a religious festival, Mm -hmm. a new moon celebration, or even a Sabbath day. These are a shadow of Mm -hmm. things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Jesus, found in Christ. Pause. Um, What what did Chesterton say about St. Francis of Assisi? He said he, he didn't fall in love with the church. He fell in love with Jesus. Hmm. Hmm. And there's a difference. <laughs> okay. So he says, those were all shadows, but the reality is in Christ. And then he goes on to say, do not let anyone who delights in false humility and the worship of angels disqualify you for the prize. Such a person goes into great detail about what he has seen and his unspiritual mind puffs him up with idle notions. And then here's the phrase. He has lost connection with the head from whom the whole body supported and held together, right, grows as God causes it to grow. The the point being in John 15 and Colossians 2 is that you can lose connection, right? You can drift away. You can get unplugged from the source of life. You know, if Jesus has to command us, urge us, implore us to remain in him, well, then it's possible to not remain in him, right? Wander off. And and the same thing with Paul saying, and what was interesting about this passage in Colossians is these guys are spiritual. Yeah, It's like that church at Ephesus thing you were saying that, you know, these guys are going on pretty yeah. wildly spiritual stuff, angels and visions and things they've had. And he says, actually, they've lost connection yeah. with Jesus. Yeah. I can't help but say this. I, I don't get some of this. Apart from me, you can do nothing. There's some part of me that wants to go, well, that's just not – you can dig wells. Yep. You can cut down on sex trafficking. You can draw a crowd on Sunday morning and yes. preach out of the Bible. It's yes. like what? what is he talking about? Because apparently we can do a whole lot, it would seem, yeah. without him. Right. So what do what, you think that means? Uh, well, I'm, I'm asking you <laughs> – I mean, without him, we can do nothing. It's like this connection mm. that you're talking about out of mm. Colossians. Um, we can get bumped uh, away or apart from that connection mm. and, and not know it at all. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I think that the nothing thing, um, at least the way I've interpreted that mm-hmm. over the years, is that it amounts to nothing. Mm-hmm. That it doesn't have the life of God in it. Mm-hmm. So you can we can hold a conference, yes. You can dig a well, you know. Uh, but if it doesn't have the life of God in it, it it, it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, it's it's not significant in the kingdom of God. It's mm-hmm. not true, you know. It's that that these things have the life of God in them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's. Okay, I'm just thinking out loud. So there's some quality to something that's substantive that one of those qualities, it endures. I'm I'm thinking of a house built on sand versus the same house in appearance on a rock. Um, There's some quality or nature. There's something about it that is – distinguishable, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing that you were sharing is we were we were actually driving to the retreat and you were talking about being in Revelation, that you've been reading mm-hmm. reading your way through the Bible. So here at 57, you're finally in the book of Revelation. 
It's not. Hey, I've read it hey, before. It's not through the Bible in a year. It's through the Bible in a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Okay. It, it, you were talking about, or I'll remove, I'll remove the lampstand. Yeah. The lampstand being the presence of God. Yes. That you, you can have a church and not have the presence yeah. of God. Yeah. Right? You can have Christian ministry, Christian activity, and not have the presence of God. You can have a devotion, mm-hmm. a quiet time. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have a Christian household, family, you know, mm-hmm. on and on it goes and not have the presence of God. Yeah. And that's where, that's where that idea of, oh, come back, come back to me, mm. abide in me, remain in me. Let, you know, the picture of vine and branch is that my life is flowing through you. Mm-hmm. My life is flowing through you. And I want the things that I'm about to be truly animated and filled with the life of God. And Jesus says, well, you're only going to get that from me Mm -hmm. and from your connection to me. You're not going to be able to conjure that up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, that that seems to be the gist of this. And so this has been huge for me to just go, right, right, right. That's me. Mm -hmm. I wandered off. I I got busy. Mm -hmm. And and I have... um, just been trying to make some small choices. You know, when I get home at night, what I normally do is drop my briefcase on the couch, say hello or kiss Stacy, pet the dog, and head straight to my office and look at email. Hmm. And it's from busyness to busyness. Hmm. You know, and I've just been trying to make that subtle shift of, no, I, I turn my heart toward you, Jesus. Father, I'm back. I love you. What are you saying to me? Just trying to make those turns and then, you know, first thing in the morning, trying mm-hmm. to make that, that turn of I need you. Mm-hmm. I want to stay with you. I want to abide in you. You know, I need your life. Give me your life. And, and then even just going through the day, just trying to turn in love back to Jesus and, and even just saying I love you. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So my cell phone, though it's on silent, starts buzzing and going off. Anyway, thanks for listening to the Ransomed Heart podcast. I got to catch this call. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> While John's answering uh, his phone, <laughs> if you want more resources, yeah, in this vein of just living, oh, free, hey, loving how's it God. Going? <laughs> Hey, me too. Come to ransomheart.com. Me too. We've got, we got stuff that will help you believe it. battle with the world Last pressing night? in. Last night? Yep. Last night? See you next week. <laughs> that was hysterical. <laughs> that was mm. awesome. Mm. Oh. Bert. Hey, buddy. We just got you in on the end of a podcast. This is Bart Hansen. Oh, you Yeah. We were we were we were doing this great podcast about not getting distracted and not letting the world get in and seriously honestly that was exactly it we were right at the end of the podcast and I had silenced my phone but it was still on vibrate